I'm Caitlin. I'm Sarah. We're just women having candid conversations about all things life. Welcome to Coffee Coffee and Mimosas. Cheers. I'm excited that you guys are here. I had no idea until the Village Pine Venue event that you guys knew each other. Yeah, I do. I just (laughs) thought I really like what you do and I love you. And I was like, let's just put them together. (laughs) I know. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, it's great. It's great pairing. I think we should be matchmakers because we keep accidentally bringing people together that we didn't know knew each other. And like Luke was on Coffee and Mimosas. We didn't even know Brittany was the one that introduced him to his wife. Yeah, we were like, what? (laughs) Meet each other. And they're like, "Uh, we know each other. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. That is cool. That was good. It was good. So maybe we should be matchmakers next. Yeah. Yeah. We could do we could add that in. Mm-hmm. Our free time. <laughs> yeah, all your free time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we have Kim and Katie. Why don't you guys share a little bit about yourselves? Okay. We look at each other. Wait, okay. Go ahead. Uh, I am Kim Lyons and I own Cotton and Grain Boutique, um, which is a very unique business. And there's a second part to that that I'll I'll talk about too. Um, uh, let's see, November it'll be six years that I've had it. Wow! Ooh. Yes, and it is very unique in that it is a by appointment only, and it is in the cutest building downtown on Broad Street in Southern Pines, um, upstairs above Morgan Miller and Mockingbird, and. It, I have two rooms and people make appointments and they come up and shop. And what I love about that is that if someone's coming up, it's because they chose to come up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause I'm really actually a very bad salesperson <laughs> and I am such not a pressure person. So knowing that they've come up because they chose to just, I don't know. Just, it feels different yes. than somebody like moseying in yes, and somebody saying, can I help you find anything? It does. It does. You're like, oh. It's just, it's intimate. And, um, you know, it, at, at first I think, you know, when people heard that it's by appointment, you know, I think they don't really understand that. So, you know, I, I, I do things that, that help people feel comfortable up there or, uh, unique things to get people up there. But, um, and then, um, I've always had some dress rentals, um, a few and every holiday I have people with fashion emergency. Oh yes. (laughs) And they say, Kim, I need a dress. So I can usually find something here and there, but I decided to expand it because as a business owner, you have to do what your customer requests, what the demand is for your customer. And that just seemed like what everybody was asking me to have more Mm -hmm. of. So I have greatly expanded that and I decided to brand it a little bit differently. And my, my friend Heather, um, came up with the name dressed, just simple dressed. So it's a a rental collection that is mixed in there with my clothing that's on my website. So I have business all across the country, but what truly surprised me uh, over almost six years is the amount of local business. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that being that I'm upstairs in a building uh, where most people, you know, don't really know where I am. Right. But 
I have the most loyal customers and they enjoy coming up there and they don't find it to be weird because actually once you walk into that beautiful building, it's, it's just, I'm at peace when I walk up the stairs. Yeah. I absolutely love it. I'm so grateful to be part of that building. It's uh, a great group of people that are up there. Um, it's peaceful. And I just, uh, yeah, I enjoy it. And um, I mean, there's so much more I could say as to how I got there and That's why what I did it. That's my question was. Yeah, okay. yeah keep yeah. going. Go okay, okay, <laughs> sorry. I don't want to talk too much. No. Um, uh, military, you know. Just like so many of us that yeah. are in here, just like Katie, she'll talk about that too, I'm sure. Military life, yes. So I started out in the corporate world um, in marketing for an airline. And um, it allowed me to get a sense of fulfillment before the craziness started. So I was able to travel around the world and travel to New York often. And it was an amazing experience at the young age of 23, 24. So fun. Yes. And then the husband, he he drew me away from that life. (laughs) And, uh, you know, here I am following him. Um, So my... My goal, uh, I'm a creative. I have to release that creativity, and I uh, do that in a multitude of ways. Um, but I s- just knew that I would do something that would I would enjoy, that was creative, and that I could take with me through all of the moves. Mm-hmm. So I knew that I always wanted to do something myself um, because I also had children. Um so it started with photography. I started, you know, taking film pictures when I was 15 in high school, my first class. And I took pictures all the time for, you know, oh gosh, I'll age myself if I say for how long. But, um, <laughs> I then had my first kid, of course, tons of pictures. Then my second child, I had an in in home studio and had a photography business. And that was a great way to still be home with them. Although it was crazy because again, you know, husband was never home. And I mean, I remember doing photo shoots in my house with while nursing a baby. I mean, it's ridiculous what you had to do, but you had to do what you got to do. And so I did that and was able to carry that, you know, through some moves, but then there were breaks where it wasn't possible to start over. And I found myself at a two-year assignment refinishing furniture. And then, yeah, maybe that. We, we can do the grandma corner. The grandma and corner. Oh, <laughs> to help you with the grandma corner. <laughs> there we go. No, I think the grandma yes. corner's just got to go. There's that a has corner. Potential. Yeah. It, I'm not sure that it does. There's a corner in the podcast room that we've coined the grandma corner just this morning. Yeah. If yes, you refinish that is. table. Listen, we're going to do a off. whole different thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, It can be done. Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, maybe I'll pick your brain on that. But that was your old life. You don't do that life yes, anymore. No. Um, actually, once we moved here, I did. Because remember, we moved to the farm before we moved where we are. Um, and I did do refinishing of furniture, 
But selling furniture in Southern Pines, Whispering Pines, is not as easy as when you're in Northern Virginia. Mm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. uh, then we made a move to another house, and I just found myself, I didn't expect to do photography again, but I found myself doing a little bit of that. I love shooting seniors. But that um, passion subsided a little bit, uh, and I had started the website for the clothing, which actually was going to be home decor at first. And then I realized how much that takes up space in your home. (laughs) And I realized Mm. that I love clothes way more and fashion. So that's where the clothing boutique happened. And um, let's see. I just went with that and it started in my house. And then I found this beautiful space in this building and grew it from there, have amazing customers. Let's see, what else can I say about it? What's Tommy Um, doing during all of this? Is he like, yeah, babe, go for it. Oh man, I have the most amazing husband. He is just all about whatever you want, dear. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you want, dear. He is, he's wonderful. He really is. So I did a little bit of photography and just continuing to build the business. Uh, Again, I did not realize that it would be so local. I thought I would just grow, uh, you know, across the country, sending out my orders. But I have customers that visit me often. uh, And I just find such, such fulfillment from it. It's just individualized attention. And that is just what's important to me. Uh, People ask me all the time if I'd want a storefront. Mm -hmm. And I, I absolutely have no desire. It may be where I am in my in in my life right now, but I want to give a person individualized individualized attention. Uh, people come in there; they had just gone through a divorce, they are not feeling good about themselves, and I'm determined to find them something to make them feel good and walk out of there. And it just it truly is so important to me, and just gives me such fulfillment. It really does. So, so what's the experience like when you? walk in there you're Mm -hmm. there obviously you've had an appointment time so you're expecting them to come in yeah Yeah. and is it like if you know the person coming in do you pick out a few things that they may like to show them yeah every person is different i mean some people will be downstairs on broad street and say kim are you upstairs and they'll catch me up there and they'll come Mm -hmm. up so you know when i say it's by appointment you can message me and come on up if I'm up there. Or I'm so close to it that people say, Kim, I really need to find something. Can I come in? I'm like, girl, I'll be there in 10 minutes. So someone will come up um, if I know what they are, like for the dress rentals, if I know that that's what they're looking for, um, I'll ask them the event, ask them their size. I always hate asking people their size, but I got to know. And I will, I'll pull a few things. Makes it, makes it just a little bit easier. Um, but they have access to everything. And, um, oh, let's see, you just, you come in, we go into my office room, which is just a pretty room. And I offer them a drink, whether it's a cocktail or water, and we just get to know each other and what exactly they need. And then we walk over to the closet (laughs) and uh, people describe it as just kind of feeling like they're shopping their best friend's closet. Mm -hmm. It's a, when someone walks in that room, I immediately say, this is a no pressure zone. You can 
walk out of here with not a single thing. And that is just fine because now you know about this. You know if you need something in the future, what I have, what I have to offer, and that's fine with me. And then they tell their friends. And um, But it is, it's a very unique situation, so I have to be very creative in my marketing and um, and doing events, which I've really gotten into doing a, a lot of events yeah. lately. I've, I have yeah. noticed. Yes. And yes. I've been also doing other things or like I was gone during all these things I want to go to <laughs> and I haven't been able to yet. So yeah. I'm very excited. Do you have something in the works? I do. So we've already done a couple, um, charcuterie workshops slash cocktail making with the local mixer and salty boards, which are, they're both, uh, both Sarah's and they're both dear, dear friends. And we had two of those because the first one was so successful mm-hmm. and, um, we've sold out of bo- uh, both of them. So sold out and it was truly enjoyable, wonderful feedback. Um, so then I have having people reach out to me and ask if I can use, if they could use the space. And so Sarah Nelson of Wend Candles, we're doing, uh, three workshops and, um, that's over, let's see, September and October. Really excited about that because who doesn't love to learn how to make a candle Mm -hmm. and oils and she's just fabulous. So we have that. And then I have this amazing event that I'm putting together that's going to be at the end of September that I don't have the tickets and uh, the information out yet, but hopefully today I will. And it revolves um, around my designer dress series. Oh, cool. Yes. And um, I mean, that's a whole story that I could say. I feel like I need to give Katie a chance. <laughs> she <laughs> time to talk. Yeah. We've got plenty of time. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say that I've been a customer of yours. Well, I've experienced your photography because that's how we first met. That is. Is yes. on a photo you shoot. modeled for me. Yeah. Yes. It was in 2020. Okay. Is that um, when it was? So, yes. Yes. The outdoor shoot with like the picnic scene and yes. this, the wine and it was yes. beautiful. We were kind of doing a styled shoot mm-hmm. before I feel like styled shoots were such a yes. thing. And we got cool. Mandy involved and yep. we, we did, um, we did this, uh, just beautiful boho types picnic. Yeah. And then I incorporated my clothing too. Yeah. And then you took so, the pictures. I was yes. like, wait, she's doing all of it? She's doing everything? <laughs> You're like, and where's it, the photographer? Yeah. Oh, and it was all really man. good. And you like picked so out awesome. who you wanted to wear what. And yeah. it just worked awesome. It was fun. Well, yeah. What I love is that when I ask people if they want to model, they're like, yes, uh-huh. it's so easy. And I was so glad that you did. And you provided some pompous grass. Oh, and, yeah. That's and, right. I was doing just, the dried florals then yeah, too. Just made a, it was beautiful. And yeah. that was with Mandy. And, yep. and it Jewel. was so and Jewel yeah. and yep and um so there's Jesse and then I've mm-hmm. also been a customer of your appointment only shop. yes and I can say that the the item I went in you posted something on your stories yes that pink jumpsuit pink and I was jumpsuit. like oh, I need that yes. I messaged you <laughs> yes. I was like I'm coming there right now yes I'm racing because I had like a meeting so I was like I'm gonna race over were you gonna there. wear the jumpsuit to the meeting no, okay. no. It Tell was, her what you were going to wear it to. So I wanted to wear it for my styled um, brand photos. Oh, yeah. This was earlier in the year. I decided to rebrand my business and totally pivot everything. And I just wanted a pink, fun jumpsuit. Uh-huh. And I was like seeing them at like Target.com and, you know, all these different places. And I was like, eh. And then I saw one. It was locally made. Made. Well, that's what made it so cool yeah. and unique by Andrea Jones. Yeah. And she. Yeah. 
like it was denim blue denim and i think she dyed it and then made it pink and it's so cool you know handmade and so you put it on your stories i was like i need that and i raced over there and i was like on the way i'm like oh what if it doesn't fit i'm gonna feel like i need to buy it then you know but no pressure she i just like went up there you you opened the closet and i was like the only one there i was like wow (laughs) look at all this other stuff i need to come back because i had you know i had to leave for my meeting but i didn't feel pressured at all and I mean, we hadn't seen each other for a while. I know. It had been a while. At least two years, I think. Yes. Um, yes. But I left with the jumpsuit. Because she mm-hmm. looked so fabulous. It was, it was so fun. I want to wear the jumpsuit. I was going to say, you need to send us a photo of this. <laughs> I Andrea I wear it is amazing. She is so yeah. talented. And that's part of the designer series. But yep. yeah, I appreciate you so much. And I'm Thanks. just <laughs> so glad that we have this friendship, yep. even though we've only seen each other you know, a few times. That's really but cool. But to, again you matchmaking here you did a good (laughs) job (laughs) but I think Kim for you what I love is that you get along with everybody you can just make conversation and I keep telling you like you're so funny and you're like no I'm not (laughs) (laughs) but you are I think you just you just add so much light to every conversation I'm just goofy is what it is I love goofy perfect (laughs) yeah thank you I think you just you just know how to connect with people. Thank you. It's Definitely. a beautiful quality. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate that. Yeah. So I'm not yeah. surprised Thank you. at this. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Katie, you want to share what's up within your world? Yeah. So uh, my name's Katie Tischler. My business is Pine Pressed Flowers, and I provide floral preservation for primarily weddings. Uh, I do a lot of custom work for weddings and uh, memorials and funerals. I started off in the end of 2019 just doing it sort of for fun. Um, I knew if I had a wedding, I'd want to preserve my own flowers. And I was seeing all these people doing it online with resin and uh, silica and drying their flowers. I was like, I could do that. (laughs) (laughs) So I did it for fun and um, just started messing around with it. And I actually had another business that I was operating from Illinois, in Illinois and in North Carolina. I basically lived half my time in Illinois and half my time in North Carolina because I was dating my now husband then. And I went to a wedding expo to market my other business, which I no longer have. And I, they wanted us all to have a giveaway or something to draw people into the booth that you could give away. And I decided to give away floral preservation, um, which was not my main business. I was just in the beauty industry trying to market that. And nobody really paid attention to the, the booth that I brought the beauty product that I was providing, which was microblading permanent makeup. Mm. Everyone was like, Oh, look at this floral preservation. And everyone <laughs> put their names in the bucket. And this was, uh, in the very beginning of 2020 when, I mean, COVID was around, but it was like February ish. Uh, but it hadn't really happened. Like nobody yeah, was on lockdown. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> nobody was like hiding away at home and businesses hadn't shut down yet. But, um, I just took that as a sign. I'm like, okay. I had success in Illinois with my business. I brought it to North Carolina. And it's not as busy. But here's something that everyone loves. And I basically switched. Um, it's, it's a long story. But once COVID hit, I basically had to close down my old business in North Carolina. At that point, I had sold my business in Illinois. And I just sort of focused on the creativity side of creating with the fly, uh, dried flowers and resin. 
And I sold through some online, I think Sunday Market was around then. It was an online, well, it was usually a market in person, but it was online mm-hmm. at that time. Mm-hmm. And they were selling locally made stuff. And I just sold like little handmade things that were ready-made, no custom stuff. And people loved it. And I think it helped that people were sort of like sitting at home, you know, no one was working. People were just like on their phones and, and yeah. you know, they're like, oh, cool. Great so, opportunity. Yeah, it kind of helped. <laughs> um, so I got the word out like that initially. And I got into Twig & Co., which is uh, a great place in Aberdeen that has, a. if you haven't been there, it's a bunch of makers they all have their own booths, uh, but you don't have to actually man it. So um, I started in there, and then I was in the estate of things when that was in downtown Southern Pines, and I was selling stuff there. And then I decided to shift into uh, mainly custom. I wanted to do mainly weddings and custom work from sentimental flowers. And um, it took me like six months to get that going, and eventually I shifted away from the ready-made items. I just kind of keep up with putting those into the shops uh so i left oh well the estate of things changed it's now dar but i um left there and then i left twig and co as well um i wish i had more time to make stuff just you're just one person yeah yeah yeah. so i primarily focused on the weddings and that's what i'm doing now i book about a year out in advance um yeah it's kind of challenging with our weird schedule with my husband's job uh, we're moving for four months to another state. So oh. just like oh. just for four months. Yeah. Is it a school or something? Uh, no, he works um, in Virginia for like part of mm-hmm. part of his job. Yeah. Sure. So mm-hmm. and then we'll come back. So I'll be back and forth a bit. But yeah, sort of figuring out, you know, a lot of artists will book like a year in advance or two years in advance and they're because weddings people are planning weddings in 2025 already yeah i'm like i can only do a year guys like that's as far (laughs) as i can go and you know i just had someone contact me today for august of 2024 and even then i'm like let's tentatively put it on the schedule because i just don't know right um but anyways so yeah basically focusing on uh custom weddings and um a little bit of memorial stuff and funerals it's harder for planning for those types of things but i do try to keep some space in my schedule each week those come up um so how much time do you spend per week uh well (laughs) i work monday through sunday i don't really there's always something i'm working on but usually my week is like this sundays and mondays are when i'm getting the fresh flowers in and i should say that about half of my customers are local and then the other half are nationwide so I get shipments of flowers. Mm. I give people instructions on how to successfully ship their flowers to me so they survive the transit. And then, um, so I'm expecting packages on usually, usually Tuesday those come in, but Sunday and Monday I'm meeting people locally for them to drop off their flowers. Mm-hmm. So Monday I'm and Tuesday and Wednesday I'm processing them all and getting them pressed and dried and photographed and, um, Wednesday, Thursday is usually like a creative day where I'm putting the designs together. Um, I like to do a lot of the creative stuff in the evenings too. So you're saying before we started recording, you're a night owl. Yeah, I'm definitely Mm. a night owl. I'm working on that. I'm working on the circadian rhythm. (laughs) Trying to go to bed at the same time every night. My husband's really good at that. So 
we have that same struggle Working and he's on. like ready for bed real early. And I'm yes. like, I am ready to get my day started. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got stuff to do. Yes. Yeah. So, so and like, Caitlin's the opposite. So I'll like, I know it's 9 PM and you're probably in bed. So I'm sending you an email. Oh my gosh. And I will read your email. I'm like, why? And then I text you or something. Thanks for your professional email. <laughs> it's just like, I didn't know if you were sleeping. So, I mean, I appreciate it. It's just so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. hard. It's hard. And then, you know, when he leaves, for TDY or deployment, I'll be You're up like, all night. Like, it's you a get party. so much done, don't you? I get so much done. I know. I'm like, can you leave? I really need to yeah. get some work done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have a home studio. I don't have a storefront. I have a private home studio, and I contain it all in this tiny little room. And then when he leaves, just explodes. It's yeah. like in the kitchen, you know, in the living room. It's everywhere because I need horizontal surfaces to work. And right. I, I, you know. So I have storage unit where I have to store all of my extra supplies because it started taking over the house. Yeah. But, um, I also don't want a storefront. I just really like having yeah. the ability to just work on my own time. and. I want to be flexible. Yeah. With my schedule. Flexible. So much of that yeah. has shifted since COVID. <clears throat> totally. That people have realized they don't have to have all of this overhead and a storefront and mm-hmm. somebody to pay to be there and hire and then manage. It's it, So much has shifted mm-hmm. where we've realized we don't have to do that anymore and you could still be successful. Yeah. And I actually have um, partnered with Thistle and Moon. It's mm. she's owned by Mary Furby. She's yeah. fantastic. Uh, she has a flower shop in downtown Southern Pines, which allows me to have customers if they're local and they can't meet me for whatever reason they can drop off their flowers to mary's oh wonderful during her open hours and she'll hold them in the cooler for me and then i also i used to drive around and drop off everyone's orders i was like if you're in moore county I'll drop mm-hmm. off your order. Well, Morkani's pretty big. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so I know you don't realize it's <laughs> driving all around. Yeah, yeah. Driving around. So I was like, okay, we got to stop that. So I, we hooked up and I also bring finished orders to Thistle and Moon and allow people to pick up their orders there on their, at their convenience, you know, if they don't want it shipped. So, you know, a lot of people, like I said, are local and they'll, they'll opt to just pick it up and not have to pay for shipping and stuff like that. Do brides who contact you, you know, say a year out because you have that relationship, are you then saying, Hey, here are some people that I recommend for your flowers? Yeah. Sometimes a lot of times they already have a florist in mind. Um, I just can't even imagine this. Ugh. I planned my wedding in six weeks. Yeah. Whoa. Same. Whoa. Well, Oh my gosh. Well, uh, let me back up. We got married at the courthouse. Yeah. Same. And literally that night we got pregnant with Logan. Oh my gosh. On the pill you can be the 3%. It's only 97% effective. I know, Sarah, you too. (laughs) Um, So we got pregnant that night. And then we were like, we were going to have a wedding a year later, but we were like, let's just do this. So we all rallied and we had a beautiful wedding in my parents' backyard. But I felt like six weeks was a long time. I was like, Mm -hmm. let's get to this party. You know, I can't even imagine planning a year plus out. I just feel like the anticipation would kill me. Yeah, we we got engaged in, or I'm sorry, we got married at the courthouse in June and then had our wedding in December of 2020. So just a few months later, and he was deployed the whole time. Mm -hmm. So you're just planning, checking Mm -hmm. I'm a DIYer though, so I enjoyed like doing a lot of it myself and uh-huh. planning it and i was like okay we're getting married in december you come home in november like yeah just hoping he shows up yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah make yeah. sure you that get here on here. time and there yeah. was delays so I'm like of course like how, how you know how long are they gonna keep you but no it wasn't a close call but it's just you just gotta do what you gotta do and i was thinking like sure it'd be great to spend more time 
planning a big wedding and give myself more time. But this was 2020. Uh, it's like we're dealing with the restrictions of how many people can gather and what you can do where and then trying to fit it in with deployments. And I'm like, we just got to do it. Did you guys get married here or no, back we were back to Illinois? Yeah. Did you know him before he joined or? So story's a little crazy. We, we connected through Facebook as adults and, um, I, I sent him a friend request cause we had all these mutual friends and were you like, he's a babe. I'm yeah. going to request. Oh him. yeah. I was okay. flipping through the profile picture. Oh, I love like, it. Wow. <laughs> She's like, I'm so, going for this one. <laughs> I was like, send request. Yeah. Sent the friend request. I like it. And, uh, sort of. he, he confirmed it and then he just liked a profile picture and I was like, mm, hmm. you looking through my profile pictures like, too. Okay. So I just slid in DMs. I sent a, <laughs> I sent a message and I was like, you know, we have all these mutual friends, blah, blah, blah. And we talked, hit it off. Fantastic. It went really, went really well. But I was like, you know, how do I said to my parents, like, how do we know this family? Like the name sounds familiar. Long story short, our parents played on like a uh, co-ed softball team together, like an adult co-ed softball team together. And we had, probably met or crossed paths oh, wow. as kids wow yeah so lucky they weren't like actually that's your fifth cousin yeah. <laughs> yeah. funny you asked so yeah weird. <laughs> it was that family reunion oh when you were God. 10 that's great <laughs> so thank god for that yes so but at the time he was stationed in london working with the u.s air force and i was living in chicago running my business there and uh yeah, my even though we kind of had a little bit of history with our families, my dad's like, you better not go to London and meet this guy. I was like, Dad, I would never do that. No. That's crazy. You <laughs> know what's coming next. <laughs> I was like, he's coming home for the holidays. We're going to hang out at Christmas. I'll meet the fam, the whole thing. Well, like a week later, I ended up booking. Yeah. <laughs> Just a week later. You're yeah. like, well, I've changed my mind. Yeah. So I had the, the business in Illinois and I... You know, I worked for myself. I was like, okay, I'm closing off the books. I canceled, well, I didn't can I rescheduled the clients that I had and I just took like two weeks. I'd never traveled to Europe, um, but I, I was like, screw it, I'm doing it. And my friends are like, what if, what if he's crazy? Right. And I was like, well, I'll just go off on my own and do like a solo trip. It's no big deal. <laughs> and, um, you know, if I, if I didn't know him and if there wasn't that history and, you know, his family owns a business and in my hometown, like, and like he had mutual surely. friends. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he's in the military. I just felt like the security. Yeah. It was somewhat so, safe. Yeah. So I went and we met there and um, he took leave from the military and we traveled to, we spent a night in London and then flew to Germany and went to Oktoberfest and spent a night there. And what great first yeah, date. Yeah. It was like the honeymoon. Gosh. We did it backwards. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was great. And we flew from Germany to Rome and we spent like four nights in Rome. I fell in love. Uh, we went back to London and then we, then I went back home and was just like miserable. I know. I was going to say, were you so sad leaving? I was so sad. I was like in a tub of ice cream for seven days straight. (laughs) He ended up coming home. We made it official. And then we dated long distance from London to Chicago. Then he told me, he's like, so the air force is either going to send me to Italy or North Carolina. And I was like, cool. I'm Both of those either. sound great. <laughs> like they're so similar. Yeah. She didn't uh, care. She no. was in love. Yes. And I mean, Italy would have been really cool. And I heard it's beautiful where they're out, you know, where they're at out there. But um, North Carolina was a lot easier. But uh, yeah, so that's how we met. Um, and 
I lived in Illinois basically my whole life, mm -hmm. but, you know, moved out here in 2020. And that's when I had to get rid of the old, you know, the business was going great in Illinois. But then, of course, I met the guy. The guy. The guy. <laughs> so they change it all. I don't regret any of it. It's been fantastic. But it just, you know, it's interesting how the path gets changed. So. Have you thought about bringing someone on board to help you with your business? Like someone else that maybe is in the area that's kind of yeah. looking to learn that to do the pre, not the, um, custom stuff, but the things Process. in the shop oh, and, yeah, you know, for the sure. standard things that actually, you were making. Yeah. That's a good question. I actually brought on, um, a virtual assistant. Mm -hmm. Oh good. Her name is Kelly. She's awesome. Thank you, Kelly, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> She's fantastic. So she helps. I kind of just said, okay, I can't do it all anymore. I'm sort of half, you know, attempting at everything here so i was like what can i what do i dislike the most mm -hmm. and i said let me find someone who really likes that stuff and kelly is great super organized she's good at all the administrative stuff she helps me with new order inquiries because a lot of what i do is just people sending the new order inquiry i've kind of streamlined the process but that's the first thing they do is send you know when their event is what it is what their flowers are like are they local or not local she goes through all those for the most part and replies to them, gives them all the info because it's unique in that I don't have just a shop available online for, for people just to fill their carts. I have to make sure I'm available that weekend whenever they're getting married. Yeah, there's a time. Yeah, time, it's crunch. time sensitive. It's not like you can just be like, yeah, hold on to your flowers for a few years. Yeah, whatever. Yes. <laughs> I used to have it like that where um, it was a big, bold lettering like, Please do not purchase anything until I've confirmed I'm available for your event date. People didn't care. They were just like, I'd get all these orders. I'm like, what fine. is this for? Like I, yeah. So I had to you know, close my shop uh, to the public. But once I confirmed their date, so she helps me with all that stuff. Um, I, you know, She works just a few hours a week. But when there's downtime, say the order inquiries aren't coming in as much, she helps me with different things like um, just switch, you know, like email marketing. Um, mm -hmm brainstorming she's just very very good at syst putting systems in place um so I've, I've brought that on and that's how did you find her through upwork upwork.com it's a great freelancing site and um you can put short-term jobs on there and originally that's kind of what it was um but i was like hey do you want to stick around and just like help me indefinitely so it's been great and we you know we do check-in calls every couple months zoom and just make sure we're on the same page with everything and that's the first time i've really asked or got gotten help i'm i'd like to do everything myself <laughs> uh so but i'm like wow this is great there's someone who actually likes doing this type of stuff and is good at it and then it gives me opportunity to focus on what i enjoy because that's part of why i wanted to work for myself you know there's a lot a culmination of things um, for why I'm in this business now, but it's flexibility with the military. I wanted something that was going to withstand like COVID or a pandemic. I mean, the wedding industry, yeah, it suffered a bit, but people were still getting married yeah, one way or the other. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and oh, I'm a dental hygienist. I'm registered in Illinois as that. <laughs> oh, by the way. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Random. <laughs> and you know, I never envisioned leaving Illinois, but when I came here, it was such a hassle to get my license here oh it's like with nursing i think it's similar with nursing you have you know the board and they have to there's a dental board and i took you know all my boards in illinois and there's a national and a regional and 
I guess the teeth are different in North Carolina. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not. But, you know, you got to pay all the money. I had to get transcripts from, like, I swear, middle school. All this paperwork. Um, but I was like, well, this is crazy. I'm not going to want to do this. And they this wonder F- why there's a shortage in the field. There is. There is a shortage. It's for so many things. Right. There has yeah. to be, like, reciprocity. and For You sure. know, like, let's all get on the same page. Yes. Mm-hmm. And especially yeah. if you're, like, we're lucky in that we probably won't move from here in a while we've been here I mean my husband's been here since 20 I'm gonna knock on wood for you thank you (laughs) tempting fate yeah but I'm like (laughs) if we have to move like every two years like some of these couples how do you you spend six months trying to get the license up then you spend another six trying to look for a job I'm like I don't want to be in that situation I love the dental field and I love dental hygiene but I was like I need something that can move what if we go out of the country what do you love about it dental hygiene yeah I've always loved the dentist yeah, people. Uh-huh. I hate the dentist. That is no. so bizarre to me. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm enjoy like, going to the dentist, but I just wonder—is it like a like I really enjoy um, popping pimples? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'm the same. And same. I, Kim's gonna throw <laughs> up. So weird. My <laughs> teenagers hate it because I'm like, hold still. Yeah. Oh yeah, I want to get in there. Lucas, yeah. Yeah. leave him alone. I told my husband it's a form. You know, it's a form of self care. Like I'm grooming yeah. you. Like the like yes, like, like a chimpanzee. Yes. They, and they <laughs> I, have you seen that? Um, you know what I'm. The new documentary, yeah. The Chimp Chimp Empire, I think. I haven't, but I have seen. They like seen don't groom the outcasts. They like don't groom. <laughs> so oh. the ones that they don't like, they don't. So I'm like, They're like I'm sorry. This you is because I love you. Yeah. This yeah. is a love language. Yeah. But do you enjoy like, you know, scraping plaque so, off? Yeah. Yeah. It's very detailed. Uh-huh. Um, I've always liked going to the dentist, even when I was a kid. We had an awesome pediatric dentist there's toys everywhere and i always thought the dental hygienists and the dentists were so cool mm-hmm. like in their cool outfits yeah <laughs> so i've always liked it i just can completely you like that drill see sound <laughs> yeah. no actually i don't but i do like going and i i worked as an orthodontic assistant with you know braces um in the special as a specialty and as an assistant i re- i just to be sure i actually liked working in it and um i did and i also was looking for a job that i could just go to school get the training and start working right away, um, which my parents convinced me to do because I wanted to go to school for art. And they were like, to do what? And I was like, well, just paint. And they're like, oh, you just want to paint for a living? Okay. Yeah. Great, paint great. houses? Yeah. Because you're not that good of a painter. So. <laughs> and they're right. I mean, I'm glad it, it worked out this way. But I don't I'm, know. Have you seen some of the art people pay a lot of money yes. for? I'm like, yeah. Mm, I'm pretty sure my three-year-old could have done that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, I guess it's in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. So, But that's but, a hard thing as a parent to say, don't follow your passion yeah. because you actually have to buy things right. as an adult and take care of yourself well and this was during like 2008 ish when everything yes went real bad with the yeah. money and they're like you need to have a job that makes you money yeah. so you can get out of the house yes and it it, ha- it did i was i had a job before i graduated in dental hygiene which was great and then that allowed me to venture off to the beauty industry and um yeah it's just interesting all, everything all flows together if you listen yeah. to every single person's story who has been on this podcast and you listen to the way it is woven together through time and just this experience has led me to this mm-hmm. thing and you would never on the surface see dental hygiene that would go with like an art thing but if you mm-hmm, talk yeah. about it the way that you do it makes so much sense yeah <laughs> yeah and you you never would assume that that's where your path would go so for people like trying to figure it out it's like just 
one step at a time. Yeah. I think every, you'll, you'll every job, every first job, even if it's totally unrelated to what you do next, there's a life skill absolutely that you learn from it mm-hmm. that allows you to move forward because it also helps you to identify what it is that you truly mm-hmm. enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. And although you love cleaning teeth, <laughs> <laughs> which I still, I look at my 16 year old and I ask him still each morning, did you brush your teeth? Show me. Right. Show me. <laughs> Are you like, enough? I cannot imagine cleaning those teeth. Yeah. That's yeah. why that's why she noted the doggy breath because yes. she was obsessed oh with my gosh. teeth. She's she like, did. oh, puppy breath. Yeah, like, she asked the, about Charlie when you I'm going to try and see if they make a candle of puppy breath. Oh, oh listen. Uh, maybe for the candle making Oh my gosh. You could send in yes. a request Please. for puppy breath. Puppy it's breath candle scent. It's the best. Listen, uh, it'll go away and then you'll be like, yep. oh, now it just smells like stinky dog breath. Stinky yeah. dog breath. For sure. A few people have said that puppy breath smells like a like a little tinge of skunk. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Boy. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's but I funny. I love that with everybody's story is that it's so it just makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. It yeah. wouldn't from the outside. You'd be like, oh gosh, you're all over the place. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. yeah. I feel like how it intertwines. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. yeah. Even like education and stuff like people major in completely different things totally. yeah. than what they're doing. But through that, they made different connections with people or just the skills you learned. You know, we had somebody come on that was a nurse and she talked about how similar it was to real estate. And I was like, what? Yeah. Right. And then explained it. And I was like, oh, yeah, that does <laughs> make yeah. sense. Yeah. I, went, so many I things you took like a career course in college is like just a elective. And they said on average people change their careers seven times in their mm-hmm. life. And I was in, I was young. I was like, what? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> you know, my terrible. That's so silly. My parents have had the same job for years mm. and years. And now here I am like three jobs later or three careers later, just like, I get it, it up. But yeah. yeah, you know, and we spent all that money in college. I know that was mm-hmm. hard for I me. Mean, I'm a criminal justice major. No, yeah. not. I wanted to be a criminal justice. Major. Same. Wait a yeah. minute. I actually started taking classes. Yeah. They were great classes, but yeah. What did you want to do? I. Oh my god, I was when Say you're it. young. I thought I was going to be an FBI agent. Oh my yeah. gosh, that's great. I wanted I to be that. a CSI crime scene. Yes, I did. I know a private detective. Yeah. I mean, we were probably all watching Law and Order. Hundred CSI. Oh, I love those shows. Yeah, twenty twenty Dateline. But I saw clothes. <laughs> Same, same, but different. Did yeah. you? So you majored in that. Was it? Yeah. Was it weird leaving that? Like, did you work in the field at all after you graduated? Nope, not okay. at all. Did you have like this sense of like guilt? Of like, nope, not at all. That's fantastic. It was hard for me yeah. leaving dental hygiene because I was like, this is what I went to school for, and yeah, but I think that's I a more specialized. True, and I a more defined. I don't know if that's the right word. Right. More defined. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, like you're gonna do. You do you're you gonna do be a that. dental hygienist. You go into criminal that. justice. You could so many law. things. Yeah. Yes. Okay. That so makes many sense. things. Yeah. It's kind of. I mean, it's. Yeah. Did the you go from college to marketing? I did. I went straight. Um, I went to East Carolina which is where I met Tommy, my husband. Um, But I went straight to the airlines. Yes. I started in the government affairs office in D.C. 
um, did not enjoy that commute on the Metro, but, um, and then I moved from there and was a marketing director and got to just travel. And it was really, really great. Did you walk into that interview? Like I have a criminal justice degree (laughs) and I would like to market for this airline. (laughs) And then you just sold them. Yeah. I think it was basically starting from, um, the bottom. So I literally started as a receptionist in the government affairs office. And then, I mean, within a year and a half, I had gone from receptionist to a legal assistant to um, sales and marketing to a marketing director, um, all in a very, very short time. And here I found myself as a 23, 24-year-old going to New York and speaking to presidents of airlines, Japan Airlines, um, it, it was, yeah. And then I would travel to Tennessee. I had, oh, there were so many different aspects of that job that it would take forever to talk about, but it just gave me a, a fulfillment that I'm so grateful for because then uh, being taken away from that and having to go follow the man <laughs> and, um, and then starting to have kids. And, and so it really just gave me a, you know, sense of fulfillment that I was able to do that and, and experience travel before having kids, having a family. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It gave you incredible skills. Yeah. How long have exactly. you been here? I've been here eight years already, which is absolutely crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. And we do hope to stay, um, my husband retired from the Air Force a couple years ago, but of course, you know, when you retire from the military, you don't fully retire and you um. get your next job. <laughs> so, um, he has another job, but we, he has roots because he was born in Fayetteville. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Yes. Mm. He was born in Fayetteville. Um, sometimes doesn't like to tell people that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Tommy. Sorry, if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Tommy. Sorry, Fayetteville. <laughs> Fayetteville knows. They know. Yeah. And I think the people that are from Fayetteville um, still proudly, yeah. you know, yeah, call that home. He was excited to not have to go on base anymore. However, he still has to drive an hour. He goes to Fayetteville Regional and works out of there. But... Um, I can't even remember You're what here. we were talking about. You're you hope to stay here. Oh yes. So I hope to stay here. He wants to stay here. Um, I feel like I've built roots here with yes. my business. And although I've always tried to do something that would allow us to move, uh, I could move with it, but because I never thought that I would have such a amazing local customer base. I can't imagine. I, I don't think if we did move, I don't think I would And the connections do it. in the community, the right? You're talking about all the collaborations and yes. everything. And that's not unusual for our community. Yes. But I do think that's what keeps a lot of people here. Like mm-hmm. these it are is. my people. Yes. It's a great mm-hmm. community for it small is. businesses. It mm-hmm. is. It's, it's been awesome. Every day there's a new one popping up. And, yeah. and we're all collaborating together. And it's just so important. And, and I thought, you know, in the beginning, how am I going to do this? This this little business that people don't know a whole lot. I don't have a storefront, but I feel like I have a, a connection with mm-hmm. all of the local businesses, and I try mm-hmm. hard at that. I have to be very creative with my marketing, which I actually don't enjoy social media 
whatsoever. And Amen, I, sister. I, I know. I battle with it. <laughs> yeah. I battle with it. Uh-huh. I, it, I battle with it because I personally feel like it is what is wrong with our society. Yeah. <laughs> with that being said, it is such an integral part of my business. Yes. And I'm fortunate being that I don't have a storefront that I have that um, to be able to. And, and, and my business wouldn't be what it is without the social media. Um, but I specifically try to um, make connections with other local business owners. Uh, one, because I think it's important and I want to share their business. So there is a new business and and they're trying to gain followers or if it's somebody that I feel like would be a great col- collaboration in the mm-hmm. future, um, I just really concentrate on that. And it... Um, I think what this community is great about is that I'll tag a business and and then they'll tag me. And then that's kind of how we all work together and how we all gain followers and attention. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I have to be very, again, very unique. And I have to find ways of getting people up in my space. Right. And that is the events. And then um, try to be unique with my social media. Uh, but then that is where I also came up with a designer dress series. And that was another thing I just to set myself apart. Um, do you have staff that help you with all of this as well? Or do you do it all yourself? I like to or have a problem <laughs> <laughs> with needing to be a bit in control. Yeah. Um, but I don't really, I just, I, I just think it works perfectly just myself. With that being said, I have now taken on my my daughter. She's a junior at NC State, and she is actually in the Wilson School of Textiles and doing and oh, taking all of the that. classes that nice. I so wish I had taken instead of criminal justice. That's not what she cool. intended to do originally, was it? No, it kind of is. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so she know. doesn't know quite what she wants to do with it. Um, yeah. But she's kind <laughs> of living my dream. She is in New York right now. Which I have anxiety and will maintain that anxiety until she gets off the plane in Raleigh on mm-hmm. Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very hard, but a huge opportunity. She is doing sort of a mini internship for Fashion Week. Wow. Nice. I know. That is so cool. I know. So she got there yesterday and was super overwhelmed. And she said, Mom, this is so fun. Oh. Um, so she's, she's And now she's moving to New York. No, 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 no. Surprise. No, we've already talked about that. But I bring her in and Mm. she'll model for me or she will occasionally I'll pop up downstairs in the foyer because it's such a great building and the most amazing foyer. Yeah. And so we'll bring racks down there. But that's not something that I particularly enjoy doing anymore. Right. Um, during COVID, I think markets became such a thing. Yeah. yeah. And I did those at Sunrise Theater and did phenomenally, but it's just not my thing. And so she will do them for me. So I bring her in. Does she like doing and, it? Yeah. She's yeah. okay with it. Yeah. yeah. What do she's you not like it. about it? Um, I just would rather have someone walk up my steps and uh, have that individual yeah. uh, attention. Not that it's not individual when we're in a small little foyer space, you know, that's that I meet, make connections there because I'll also be down there and, you know, I made a connection with this woman and she just had a baby and, um, 
wasn't quite feeling herself. And I had a couple items that worked for her, but not a whole lot. And um, she came back, I think the next time I had a pop-up down there, and she said, oh, my husband loves me in that skirt. And so we tried a few other things on, and they just didn't work for her. Well, I could not get her off my mind. I even remember taking her number. I was like, Shelly, I'm going to find you stuff. I'm going to find you stuff. And I hadn't ordered my fall inventory yet. So I decided to call her. I said, Shelly, you have been on my mind, and I want to find you some clothes, and I want to make you feel good. And what if I went shopping for you? And she loved the idea. So I went I went just around here, just to some stores, and found her some clothes, and she came up, and she tried some stuff on, and she walked out without clothes. They weren't mine. I didn't make money from it, yeah. but oh. I just felt so good. And that happened with another lady recently, um, needed a dress for an event. And we were looking through my rentals and I just, uh, we just couldn't find something, but I just cannot let someone leave there not feeling good and finding something. So I went straight from my office and I went to Belk and I put a whole bunch of things on hold for her. And I said, you got to go to Belk. Aww. You go find and go try these things on. And she found something and she was able to go to the party because she wasn't going to. And she felt wonderful. So I just, I feel fortunate in that I have the flexibility to do as little or as much as I want with this, mm-hmm. with this job. Mm-hmm. Um, my, my main goal is to be there for my kids when they get home from, home from school. Yeah. I want to know what they're doing and not in a helicopter weird mom way. I just want to know where they are. I know what I want to know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure Ben is not on his electronics for, you know, a few hours right. after school. I it's just very important to me and so that's why I'll always have um, try to have flexibility and I feel blessed that I can and I um feel like I have pretty amazing kids because of that. And I've just been able to be there for them. So, and I'm grateful that my husband, you know, is cool with that and allows me that flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. This is where Luke would say like, you're not lucky or blessed. I mean, you, you are, (laughs) but you have created this. You have intentionally made decisions in your life over however many years to create this, Mm -hmm. to be your life. Yeah. Right. right. It's we've been given the opportunity and we're fortunate enough to be yeah. able to create that. Right. I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. You got to give yourself some credit. Yeah. I'm that. always sure. brought yeah. back down when yeah. I say, right. oh, we're so lucky. You know, yeah. we were sitting at lunch the other yesterday with Charlie outside on the patio. It was like two thirty. The kids were about to get out of school. And I just looked at him. I'm like, this is the life we've created. I know. It's a Tuesday afternoon and we're having lunch together with the cutest dog in the whole world. Yeah. And we get to be home when our, our kids come home. Like what in the world? We did that yesterday as soon as we finished recording and I called him and he's like, do you want to meet me for lunch? And I was like, uh, yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) That's great. Sure. And so like, here we are at marketplace and like all the, you know, we we see Luke there and then Katie comes in to take pictures to do his (laughs) social media. Then these other people walk in, like we know all these people and I'm sitting there thinking like, this is really cool. Like we're just sitting here. We know all these people and we're able in the middle of the day to spontaneously say let's have lunch together yeah and connect and talk and, and that's get that because time. you guys have 
just created such success to find people that can manage your businesses so that yeah. you can step away. I mean, that's how you do it. Yeah. 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 You had asked earlier if I would think about bringing someone on to help with like making ready, ready-made items. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I could have them actually making them, but I might want to bring on someone locally to help with like picking up flowers and some of the stuff that's less um, unique to me. Cause I like mm-hmm. the creative side to sort of be, in my hand yeah that's your your creative outlet I didn't know if you had like a template of like and here's our like my friend does stained glass you know and so like and she can literally like draw a template to teach people how to do it that's cool that's really cool well I think there's a point that you know maybe one day you will get to where you do where you say okay I really love this part so I'm only going to do customs yeah and then I can train somebody who is passionate like I am who can do it the way that you would want it yeah, to be done definitely there's, maybe there's, you know there's definitely uh people that do what I do that have like massive teams like it's 10 hard people. to give that up though when that yeah. is like it's your brand it right. is your name going on that you want it to be yeah. done a certain way if there was a way that I could be sure and I mean, it's just, I guess, quality control checking and making sure what goes out the doors would be approved by me. But yeah, that would be nice to expand at some point. Um, I that think you could still have the shops with yeah. the, you know, income coming in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I've looked at other, you know, I'm, I have some workshops coming up, which will be my first <gasps> ones, which I'm really Ooh. excited about. So because there is like this ebb and flow with the, the seasons and w- there's always a big right, there's rush a wedding in the season. spring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get a lot that comes in in the spring which means I'm, you know, the flowers come out in the summer, they're done drying and that's when I'm working a lot. So it's just sort of this ups and downs of, of the year. And then when we move to Virginia for a bit, I won't be taking as many. So I'm sprinkling in some workshops. So it'll, the first one I'm doing at uh, Thistle and Moon, actually, it'll be two, uh, I think it's September 19th and October 11th. Um, I'll probably have it public on my site by the time this comes out, but it'll just be, uh, learning to do just pressing flowers like the basics you get your own flower press there will be fresh flowers to press and process and then pre-pressed flowers that I bring in and then we'll all design like our own little frame piece and drink and and eat and refreshments and stuff so that's something I'm doing you make the most beautiful things thank you so creative and beautiful thank you I Mm -hmm. I, um I'm really loving what I'm doing now with it I actually used to work primarily with resin and epoxy which if you go to my social media you're not going to see any of it I basically wiped 300 posts oh no yeah (laughs) in the spring (laughs) oh yeah it was scary it's why it took me like a year to do it that was the plan last year was to switch from resin and the blocks, like, I don't know if you've seen it, but it's like yep. big, thick resin blocks, which mm-hmm. was what I was doing. And it was, it was fine. I mean, I had plenty of, it was great, but I just, there's a lot of different reasons I decided to switch. And now I do basically the wall hangings, like yeah. the pressed flowers only wall hangings with glass and, and sometimes the wood frame. Um, and I, I'm only doing three, uh, options. I used to have like 12 different things you could order it just started to get overwhelming yep. and like I was spreading myself too thin and I started saying yes to all these. Cause in the beginning you're just like excited to get someone. Yay. You want to yeah. take anything you can get yeah. and bend yeah. over backwards for it. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, can you make bookends? And I didn't have bookends in my, you know, I didn't have the materials for it. Mm-hmm. And in my head I'm like, well, yeah, I can. I just have to get all the supplies and test it and figure out how to do it. And, ma- you know, 
so I was, I was just sort of adding and adding and my business started to look like everybody else's and I just wasn't really enjoying the medium of resin and working with it. And I was like, okay, I'm on my second venture with working for myself and I'm feeling like I'm working for someone. I'm feeling like I'm doing things that I don't want to do. Yeah. And I had the the military input and COVID and moving and possibly moving in the future. And I was like, if I'm going to do this, I want it to be done exactly how I want it. Mm -hmm. And I just want to do what makes me feel creative that, that meets that creative outlet. Cause you know, a lot of people just do what the customer says, which is great. That's, you know, successful. That's half, that's most of Etsy, but Mm -hmm. I wanted to have some creative input and Mm -hmm. not just feel like I'm parroting what they wanted. So, and I bet it becomes monotonous. Yes. It becomes work then. So now I'm doing stuff. I'm like, I look at it. I'm like, I love that. And that's the nice thing, you know, with social media, you were saying it's kind of like a double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. And it is because I basically, with the internet, it's so nice because if I make something, sometimes I'm like, oof, I don't know if people are going to like this, but I like it. I put it up and sure enough, someone out there is going to like it. Mm -hmm. If you can ship it to them, it'll sell, you know, so you have a much broader reach. Mm -hmm. But also with not having a storefront, you know, with the old business, if you looked on my page, there's, I was not on my Instagram at all. I barely showed my face. I barely um, talked on stories or did anything of me. I was like, it's not about me. It's about the product. And so all my pictures and videos were just pictures of what I made. And that's like nice, but I'm finding that people want to, yes. they want to know the process. They want to see behind the scenes. They want to know how you did it. They value it more when they see what is going on on in that process to get to what you're mm-hmm. creating um and then also i'm working with sentimental flowers and sentimental important things and a lot of times i never meet the bride or the groom or yeah. whoever sends me the stuff they just mail it i make it i ship it back so i'm like how do i create sort of this trust and add some value to to me and the business and and gain people's trust so I've been showing up differently on social media and making more of an attempt to show people behind the scenes. And uh, You're doing a great job. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. It's definitely different than what I was doing before. And it's a little bit more work, but you gain people to who want your stuff, but then they stick around because they're like, I like this stuff. It's cool to see behind the scenes. I don't need flower preservation anymore, but it's kind of fun to watch. And I might tell my neighbor or my friend now, you know, so... Yeah, it's like ugh, I feel like I'm on it a lot. I know, but it's hard it's work. Pay, it pays off, yeah. you know. So yeah. then sometimes yeah. I'll just like ghost it, and I'm like, I know. <laughs> and I never come back. I never. I try not to do the thing like, "Hey guys, it's been a while since I've been I on." I don't do that. I'm like, "Hey, <laughs> I'm back." <laughs> I'll say, "Wait, you will, you will not see me on social media. You're, you you're, are never. I know. Well, get you're, on there, you're supposed to, you know, let." Your customers know who you are. Mm-hmm. Do it. You know, but it's just, it's not me. And that's probably my age. I just, it's not me. I don't want to be on it. Now you're I, on it with this. I know I am. <laughs> Caitlin, Sarah's force, you know. <laughs> I know this is about the most you're going to get from me. I just, I don't want to post myself. I don't, uh, it's not that I don't want people to know who I am, yeah. um, but I'd rather them learn who I am in person um, again, I'm just, it, it's just, it's just not me. You're doing a great job. I understand that though. Cause yeah. it, it paints a different 
picture of who you are sometimes. And there's some people even that we've interviewed and I'll like, I don't really know this person. I'll go look at all their social media and the pictures and the videos. And I have this expectation of who they are and they come in and I'm like, that is not what I expected. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. That's definitely true. Like the image you put on social media, even like your personal social media, of course, people like acquaintances are like, Oh, I know what that girl's up to. Like, this is her life. And then they find (laughs) out, Oh, like she's actually a lot more complicated than that. Uh It's not, you know what I mean? So I think, Mm -hmm. yeah, it can be interesting. Like looking at people on social media, like, Oh, I I always think like there's, that's like the 10%, you know, especially Mm -hmm. for a business. Cause Mm -hmm. it's like, we really don't know. I mean, unless that you meld the two together, like the personal and, and the business, but it can be deceiving for sure. I just like people to know who I am just in person. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's a lot less kind of pressure Mm -hmm. then too. Mm -hmm. You just get to be who you are instead of trying to figure out what am I going to post today? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do on my stories? How am I going to say this? What do I have to tell people about? Or what angle the picture was taken. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's just, there's so much. And, you know, we talked about this yesterday. It's like you kind of can't have a business without posting stuff on social media. Yeah. You have to have some sort of presence. It doesn't have to be a consistent thing. You don't have to post all the time, Mm -hmm. but people are going to your social media. Yeah. I think before they go to your website, even if you treat it like a landing page, I almost got rid of my Facebook, which don't look at it right now. It needs to be updated, but I was going to get rid of it. And someone said to me, just treat it like it's a little website. Uh huh. Keep it up. Smart. People still use Facebook, use it as a landing page, have all the info on it. And that's kind of how I'm trying to work my Instagram is having, even if you don't post a ton, you could still have like your favorite top six pictures and then use the highlights as like website pages. Like here's my frequently asked questions. Here's a little bit about me. And so if people are Instagram users, they can, they'll, they'll go to their preferred platform and search you whether you are on it or not. And then if you're there, they're like, okay. I feel better. Like they've right. got some likes. Yeah. Someone else. Legitimate I just yeah. use Instagram and feed everything over. Just let it automatically send over to yes, Facebook. That's yeah. nice. I just don't really go to Facebook. Same. Except for the messages. I mean, messages come from everywhere. Oh my gosh. I don't even know everywhere. where they come from. Do people try and sell you pearls and candles on oh. and sunglasses no. on messages? Sunglasses no. every day. Sunglasses. Wait, people Free are sunglasses. selling you stuff yep. in your messages on yes. Facebook? Yes, oh, every day. Every day. That's wild. Yeah, it's are they bizarre. Like, are Have they you bought anything? No. I thought you said glasses at Dollar yeah. Tree. Oh my gosh, you're yeah. hilarious. So bizarre. That is I, That has never happened to me. I get the fake yeah. messages that are like, your Facebook's being shut down. Reply yes, immediately. That. Yes, like, I that's that. From Meta. I'm Meta like, business. Okay. Yeah. Only there's too. like typos. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I know. It's pretty I know. But oh, social gosh. media definitely is an integral part. Yeah. I just, I try to stay true to who I am with it. And mm. just, yeah, I mean, I know I'm supposed to put myself out there, but it's not me. And I'm going to stay true to that. Well, I wonder yeah. if we need to change the narrative because you say, I know I need to. And it's like, who is dictating what we need to do we know what the trends are and what the algorithms yeah you know favor and all of that stuff Mm -hmm. but i think we we have to look at the narrative as to what we're deeming we have to be doing on social media and instead of instead of putting you know stuff about myself i i just try to really um define and and perfect what i do post about and again it is 
trying to do it in a unique way. Mm-hmm. Um, and about know. how you help people, you know, people. Like what problem you're solving. Yeah. Yeah. I need to do that more. Well, you know, yeah, you do. I try not to just always post uh, an item, you know, so that's where I'll, I'll post, um, you know, an event or, um, I keep coming back to the designer dress series and not even saying what it is, yeah, um, it. but it's just, it's just another thing to set me apart in it. I had always wanted to make a, um, design a dress, design dresses, but I hate to sew, hate to sew. Mm. I don't even want to sew a button on. So I knew that was a problem. So, <laughs> so a friend told me about Andrea Jones, who is absolutely the most fabulous person and so cool. And her her Instagram page is super cool. Um, and reached out to her to see if she wanted to collaborate on this. And uh, so we've done two dresses and the third one is in the works and it's just basically about just making a pretty dress and her and I just coming up with a design however the third one is we're taking a different route so I um, met with a friend of mine who actually was the one who interviewed us for the designer series and uh, Lorelai Colbert and she used to work for the Sway. She doesn't any longer, but I'll tell you about her. She's fabulous. We were meeting, talking about her modeling the next designer dress. And immediately when we were talking, I decided I needed to totally change this whole concept. And she's a breast cancer survivor. So it's, it's, it is still about making a pretty dress, but now it's making a dress for a person who has a story. Mm-hmm. And so it's about the dress and the story behind the dress and the person. And so this dress is going, it's pink. Yes. She is going to. <laughs> I feel the same yeah. way. And now it is all about, um, it's a simpler dress. My first two dresses were very intricate. Uh, this is a simpler dress. The fabric is beautiful. But now it's be it's going to be made into an event uh, leading up to Breast Cancer Awareness mm-hmm. Month. And she is a wonderful speaker. She goes around the country now speaking about her experience um, of being a breast cancer survivor. So she's going to speak at the event. We're going to release that dress. She's a model beautifully for it. Um, I'm going to try to bring back my first two dresses because I can. I know who they were that purchased them. And then um, and have food and drinks. And, and then we're going to um, have almost like a little mini fashion show of, of introducing some of the, the dress rentals since we're getting to that season. Yep. Every day I'm getting yep. appointments for, mm-hmm. oh, got this military yeah. Yeah. formal coming up, you, yeah. you know, <laughs> and I want to get, I want to snag one before. The gala, before have you gotten at least I, a couple uh, yeah, people? Yeah, a couple people for the um, the gala. Yeah. That, that's 15 September for 15th. Shields and Stripes. Shields and Stripes. That's yeah. a nonprofit I yeah. volunteer for. Yeah. And they do great, great stuff for military, law enforcement, and first responders. They have like a 12-week program. It's all expenses paid. Yeah to rehabilitate them and so and it was founded here so such a great organization at the fair barn which it'll it'll probably already happen by the time this comes out but check them out because Mm -hmm. but people will be able to go see pictures of it yeah 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 and so i um i help with their their instagram actually and i put up go see kim she'll take care of you that's great and a and a girl did she reached out yeah i need to post that again and just yeah yeah, i'll remind people hey now is when you can you know 
yeah. secure your dress. Uh-huh. <laughs> secure yeah. the dress. It's always hard for like galas yeah. or the military balls, like what to wear. And then, yes, and is. then you show up wearing yeah. the same thing when there's so limited yes, like right. number of local. stores. Mm-hmm. Or you try to rent on one of the big renting things and Which you have you to yeah. try to guess what size and hope and pray. Or it comes yeah. kind of like messed up. Yeah. I rented all. from one of them and it was like a, it was a blazer, but it was a dress. Okay. Oh. And the lapel so collar cute. was dry cleaned in, <gasps> oh, like no. folded down oh instead gosh. of out. How do you mess that up? And <laughs> yeah. so I couldn't, and like I couldn't steam it or iron it. And it was like, it was, the dress was velvet and this part was satin. And I was like, I'm not going to mess oh, with heat ooh, and right. this and try and fix yeah. it. Totally. And so I was like, hey, do you have yeah. another one of these in my size? And they're like, no. Mm. But I'm like, did you not even check it before you yeah. sent it? Because it, it, there was no way it messed up in shipping. It right. was like creased it was that way. That way. Yeah. And I was like, who, yeah. who did this? Who did this? Yeah. Yeah. When you come into mine, you can try them on. You leave there knowing it fits. Right. You return it to me unwashed. I clean. Um, well-priced. And then you know you've got the perfect dress. Yeah. Um, so we'll showcase some of those at um, the event. It, it'll be at the end of September. I'm going to release that very soon. Yeah. Today cool. or tomorrow. I want to come. But um, <laughs> I know it'll be special. And then pro, some proceeds will go to a local organization. Um, so, yeah. Wonderful. Awesome. Excited. Exciting. Oh, Love and it. it'll be at the new and fabulous Village Pine Vale. Oh, great. In the gardens. Nice. Yes. We were all there yes. together. All yep, four we of all, we mm-hmm. were all. Yeah. yeah. That was fun. It was oh, so much fun. So wonderful. It was the first event yeah. I've been to where it was like all similar wedding vendors and local yeah. vendors and yeah, it was let loose a little bit. Fabulous. I know. I know. It was great event. It's a great venue. Um, and then I'm having uh, LaFette actually provide my rentals to awesome. make it a beautiful. So, oh. so you got two, great. two totally different companies that, you know, she's, she's, uh, Christina's got her soiree and, and LaFette, but yet I'm renting her stuff at a different venue. I know. And it just works. We're all supportive of each other. Right. So yeah. that's what happens at the top. Collaboration. Yes. Collaboration. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yep. And kindness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we have not drawn a question. Even <laughs> though we don't have like <laughs> much okay. time left. So we will Yeah, it's fine. Though. Let's let's, let's draw a right. question. Who wants to draw? Not me. Kay. Oh. <laughs> right. I don't want to jinx it. Oh, okay. Kim's gonna draw. Okay, I'm gonna draw. How do you set boundaries between business and friends Ooh. when they overlap? What? All right. I think Ooh. you all should answer this. Yes. yes. Wait, you guys knew together. each other before the podcast? Before, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, but yeah. You, were you friends or were you business friends? Did you come together That's, from business first? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah was, so you were business buddies? Yeah. First. We collaborated when uh, Sarah opened her studio up in Cameron and I okay. owned the school. Okay. And I think you may have reached out to me. I can't remember. No, your former partner reached out to me. Okay. Yes, yeah. yes. But I remember meeting you at the coffee shop mm-hmm. and us talking about all sorts of ideas. And then you being like, I was a Montessori teacher. And I was like, <laughs> what? Yeah. And we just kind of hit it off from there and collaborated. She uh, hosted a few dance classes at the school. Okay. So and you were business friends, business people together first, and then you became friends. Yeah. So I yeah. think it matters. It's always like really how... been a business. Every time we've connected, because I was on the board at, or am on the board at Encore, the theater is a nonprofit. Yep. 
which Sarah started founding, mm-hmm. um, founding member. Um, <laughs> but that's been for what? Five, I four, don't know, year, four years, four years. Yeah. So we, but would then see- my son went to the school. Yes. Like, so we were collaborating there and I had, was offering dance classes at the school. So and we you could, did kinder music. And then, minute. yeah, I did kinder music at the school, um, in the two year old classroom. Uh-huh. Um, which I'm sure the teachers love that gave them a little break for <laughs> yeah, it was, 45 it was minutes. Great for the kids. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know, my son loved it that his mom was there. It's Aww. my mom. Right. Aww. You know, yes. when they're proud of you and they're two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before they yes. become 17. Yeah. Um, and then you're just not cool. So yeah, but no, we've always, but every time that we would get together, it would be about something business, either yeah. at a board meeting or whatever. And both. all the ideas. Have we thought of this? We should do this. How can mm-hmm. we do this? Mm-hmm. And it, it was mostly mm-hmm. those were our conversations. Yeah. Now yeah. it's become more like kid stuff, husband stuff, you know, normal friend, friend conversation. Stuff. But, um, when we started connecting about consulting stuff, coaching stuff, and then we decided to do the podcast together, I had sworn, and I told you this at breakfast, like I don't do well with business partners. I just, I don't, I have not had a good experience. I've had a lot of learning lessons, but I, I just haven't had a great experience mm-hmm. and you were honest about it and that. Yeah. And so I was like, helps. <laughs> I don't know if I want to have another partner, but with the podcast, it's a little bit different. We right. don't really run into anything. I think there's been a few things that I've been like, no, I really want to do it this way. And Sarah's like, cool, whatever. <laughs> like I really want a beautifully just- <laughs> decorated room. And I'm like, well, that's not my thing. Feel free. <laughs> Go for it. Go but for I think it. if both people were really, if we were both really adamant on wanting something, that would be where we would have to figure out yeah, you more compromising. Like you both are similar, but very different. And it just seems to work. So far, so good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the stuff that is important for her isn't as important for me. So, and vice versa. And that's why I'm like, yeah, that's great. You know, and there's certain things that I think too, we balance each other out. There's certain things like even last week, one of the pictures posted wrong and she was like, where's the background? It's the wrong background. I was like, that picture posted wrong. Can you please turn to us? And I'm like, (laughs) it's um, driving me nuts. I'm like, the podcast sounds the same. It's fine. (laughs) Everything's going to be fine. I can change the picture later. Did it get changed? Yeah. Okay, cool. I didn't go back and look. I just (laughs) figured you knew and we would move on. Yes. So it's just because we have different priorities in it. Um, But also this is not, this is like a no stakes kind of thing. Right. This is like the fun, the fun part. Yeah. Right. This isn't our income. This isn't providing for our families. Right. This isn't, um, this is just a way to work together to, to help each other. So it is a partnership and especially, you know, we're going to start doing our socials and everything like that, but it's nothing where we are like, you know, having to make decisions to be able to provide for our family. And, and I when do you have, that makes a difference. And when you have totally. money involved, that makes it a whole different oh, yeah. situation. Absolutely. And being that this is just fun. Yeah. You know, that's quite different. Yeah. This Which, provides the fun and the connection and the community and all of those things. And the stakes aren't, high in terms of like you said like having to put food on your table yeah you right. know so it doesn't feel as uh like 
the pressure and or any sort of threat or anything like that. It's very just like, cool. Yeah, let's do it this way. Yeah. But it seems like you have set some boundaries from the beginning as far as, um, I mean, you have a rapport. You can just you can just sense the rapport right away, which is what makes it. Well, successful. I think there's a lot of respect. Yes, that's very important. Respect, mm-hmm. but it seems like you also have certain things that you do and certain things that you do. Yes, like and we did talk about the that. social media part. <laughs> yes, know? I enjoy that creative outlet to a degree. For the podcast, it feels very easy to do, and I do think it's because it's fun. The stakes are not super high, right? You yeah. know. Um, Low pressure. Yes, it's low pressure. I don't even, it's surprisingly, check very often about how many people have listened to the podcast because I'm like, cool, we're just putting it out there, whatever, which is very unlike me. Okay. I'm an Enneagram three. I'm the achiever. I like goals. I like to hit certain milestones for me to be successful. And I quote that. Um, And it's been very interesting doing this process and letting go of so much of that and realizing. No, I can just have things in my life that are for fun and for community and connection. And it doesn't have to have a dollar sign attached to it for it to be successful or have a certain number of listeners or whatever it is. You set your expectations lower for this than what you might for your school. Yes, but not initially. Initially, I was like, okay, we've got to figure out who's coming on, who can, you know. And then I was like, whatever, this is just fun. Let's just go. You know, (laughs) let's just do this. Luke and I talked about this yesterday at lunch. And to hear his perspective, he asked something like, uh, you know, because I also have Cultivate with KG. And how much time do I have in my life to give these enough to everything, you know? Mm -hmm. And that was his biggest worry when I started that and the podcast simultaneously was like, you know, (laughs) how are you going to do all these things? And he knows how much pressure I put on myself. And so he said, what what bucket does this fill for you? What need are you getting fulfilled by this? And I was like, for the podcast, this is like, I love people. I love connecting with people and hearing your stories and the little offshoots, you know, I love this so much. And he was like, so if, if cultivate is not giving you that exact thing, just do what you're already doing with it. Mm -hmm. Right. I have few coaching clients and that's fine. I love that because it Mm -hmm. is that one-on-one connection. And when things start clicking, it's like, Oh, this is so fun to see your business start to turn around or whatever. Right. But it doesn't have to be this huge thing where you offer everything that you know to these people in order for it to be successful. Yeah. You know, he's like, you can just have these heart passion projects and that's okay. And I was Mm -hmm. just like, think I needed to hear that. Thanks for like giving me permission Aww. just to have something that doesn't, I don't have to like provide for, you yeah, know, I don't or have a different to... measure of success. Exactly. Yeah. People will be like, you know, or you think about what success is or I want to be successful. It's like, well, what does that mean? Yes. How, yeah. In what way? Like and that changes. for everybody. I mean, obviously you have to consider money to a degree. Yes. Um, for some things. Depending on your situation and, you know, more than others, but there's so many other measuring sticks. I mean, some people are just money and that's fine, but that's not how it is for me. I have to meet all these different things mm-hmm. that am I feeling balanced with work and life mm-hmm. and, and my relationship and time with my dog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, important. do I get Absolutely. all these things that I really actually enjoy outside of work done as well? I mean, that's for me a measure of success is, you know, my husband, we were long distance the whole time when we started and now I'm here and he's gone all the time. I yeah. think this year he's going to be home like 90, 86 days or something ridiculous. So it's like, 
to me, a success is having a job where I can just drop it and say, I'm not going to work today. I'm going to hang out with my husband. Time. Because he's here. Time. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, and the question too, one of the reasons that I... Because we all like to draw draw my question for coffee oh, mimosas, yeah, almost every single like time. Again. Again, that's so funny. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but it's a good thing that they're way. good questions. So what happens is a lot of times after we quit recording, we'll walk downstairs and people will be thinking about some of the stuff we've talked about, and they'll start like having these types of conversations and we'll have a whole other conversation and we'll downstairs. have a whole another podcast downstairs mm-hmm. which i can't do today by the way because i okay. have, don't have child care okay. so my husband's at home from work right now until i get home okay. um but which is great about the flexibility of his job too. right <laughs> so um but that's where this question came from because one of our guests was like what do you what do y'all do when your friends are your customer and they try and take advantage of you. Yes. So that, that was kind of my thought in this question too, because I have trouble with this boundary because, you know, I'm friends with a lot of people that have kids who Mm -hmm. want to put their kids in guitar lessons Mm -hmm. or dance classes Mm -hmm. or this or that. And instead of like contacting the office to get scheduled or, you know, maybe their payment didn't go through or, yada 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 they message me privately yeah or if they want an exception made Mm -hmm. they come to me privately right and they're my friend so i feel like i and i want to make the exception because i care about them and and a lot of times i actually agree with them right but at the same time it's like it's a really, really hard boundary to be like, I really want to do this for you, mm-hmm. but I can't because, the, uh, you know, all these other families will see that I did it and I will have to honor it right. across yes. the board yeah. Yeah. to be fair. Yep. And so I treat it just like I do with my kids, you know, like I did not let your brother do that. Therefore, I can't let you do that. Right. <laughs> and, and it's just like this rule has to be in place in order to protect the integrity of the environment. Totally. Yeah. So that that's where that question came from, Mm -hmm. because, yeah, it was one of our guests and she's like, yeah, I'll do this. And then they'll like assume that I'm doing it for free because they're my friend. But this is my job. Or (laughs) even ask for like a friend discount or something Mm -hmm. like that, which puts you in a really tricky position. It does. Yeah. But I'm like, don't your friends want to support your business? See, that's <laughs> right. how I see it. And I that's, think business yeah. owners probably see it differently. 100%. I know your policies. I know that we can only have so many makeup lessons. And I I understand, and I do look at it very differently because I own a school. But I'm like, no, she. we pay for voice lessons for Molly to go there. And I know that if we miss a voice lesson, I don't expect to not pay for it or Mm -hmm. to have a makeup lesson because you only offer one makeup lesson, I think in six Six weeks or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so I just, I'm like, no, it just doesn't work out with our schedule and we're skipping. And yes, I will pay for it because, but it's hard because not everybody. No. Oh, for sure. Well, And if you're a friendly person and you, unlike my, you know, I'm kind of behind the like I don't have a storefront. I'm not meeting people face to face. So mm-hmm. I, I deal with it in a different way because a lot of it comes through like people texting or finding me on the internet and be like, hey, can I give you a call? Or So I deal with it a little differently. But if you're like seeing people face to face and you're a friendly person and they're like, oh, in their mind, it's like we're besties. And so they want to deal. It's like then every, everyone's going to want 
that and at what point like you said what what point do you stop that and just mm-hmm. say I can't just give everyone freebies and like you said business owners definitely look at it differently mm-hmm. because you understand like for example I have a very streamlined process you have to start by submitting the contact form and then it's smooth sailing from there it's, everything's in one spot I have all your info it gets you get what you want faster but people will message me or they'll leave a comment on a post or they'll message me on Instagram and um it just complicates it all. And I can only do so much. So mm-hmm. we understand as business owners how it complicates this the whole process just, just from the get-go of them kind of not contacting the office or not going through your process or not right. fol- not reading the policies. I mean, <laughs> I know it's weird, but if you if you if your friend has a business, read their policies mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like your customer. Right. I know it just it, it seems so weird because you're like, oh, I'm friends with them. They'll help, you know. But when you get that done to you so many times and you're put in this position of like, Oh, I don't want to say no, or I want to help them out. And or I know, I know how personally it is to have money be an issue. So I just want to cut them a deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's, it's really hard. And like, especially hard. a financial thing too, where somebody's like, you know, I'm a single mom and I can't afford it. And mm-hmm. I want to help those people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've, I've tried to help some of those people so many times and then, you know, I don't know, then they'll go post a picture of a full sleeve tattoo they got. (laughs) And I'm like, that's like $1,500. And you're telling me, well, I don't know who paid for that or how they paid for it. Sure. But I'm just like, but you're coming to me asking not to pay $58 a month for dance. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then you post a picture of this and I'm, and it just makes me feel like I'm taken advantage of, which yeah. then hurts the friendship. Yeah. So yeah. I would rather just set the boundary from the get go and be like, I can't, if, you know, if I could, I, you know, I'd have to do it for everybody. I would want to do it for everybody. And I do want to help people that need it. And, you know, we can set up payment plans and we can yeah. do all right. these other things, but. And, and that is a way I think that we can hold our integrity because how I view that one of our biggest values is community. Mm-hmm. And when I set those boundaries and say, no, it, we can't make an exception for the payment, but we can set up a payment plan. Yeah. I am protecting our community. I am saying, no, my teachers still need to get paid. We still have to pay our mortgage. We still have to pay for utilities, all of these things. So what I can do is offer this payment plan, but I also have to protect the integrity of all of my people. Well, yeah. and I paint the picture for families too, like you just said with the the voice lesson. And they're like, yeah, but you know, my child hasn't even come to voice lessons the past four weeks. And I was like, I'm sorry to hear that, but our teacher was sitting here yes. waiting on him. Yes. Right. Like I literally paint the picture. Can you picture my teacher is sitting here in a room paying a babysitter uh-huh. <laughs> to sit here and wait yeah. for your child? Yep. And you didn't make it a priority, but she did. Mm-hmm. Like she was here. So I have to pay her. Yes. And I, usually that helps. There's still, you know, occasionally not, not typically friends that, um, don't understand that or ask for an exception. But, um, once I like paint that picture right. of like, Oh, I know. And some <laughs> people just don't, don't know what they don't know. Right. You know? Yeah. And I've, I've had people, <laughs> don't know what they don't know. I've had people say, you know, we really want this but it's just out of our budget. Is there any way you can help us with it? And like, I get it with the money. You know, I, I understand not being able to afford things or wanting things that, you know, but like floral preservation is a, is a nicety. It's, it's not really right. a necessity to a right. wedding. So I'll say, 
here's a payment plan. You know, I've, I've had that on my site where they can go through like Klarna or the four, the quad pay and pay mm-hmm. separate. You know, they have That's a great. year. They can book a year out, plan ahead. So I'm always on social media, like book ahead, book ahead, like get it off the list. Um, or I'll say, here's websites you can look at and, and, and try to dry your flowers yourself, you know, or, um, you know, just different methods. Or I might refer them to someone who has more affordable prices but it does, if you're cutting costs or you're cutting the, the price down, you're going to cut corners somewhere in your business somewhere else. You have to. And, you know, in the, the sense of like community and giving back, I volunteer for that nonprofit. And then my business also does a donation program for fallen, for the families of fallen pararescue men, which is what my husband is in the Air Force and combat controllers, which are also in the Air Force. Um, so I've done like four in the last two years where I'll... If the event's local, I'll go and I'll get the flowers and preserve them and gift those to the family as a donation. And so there's other ways that I try to give back, but it is hard, you know. Yeah, and you just have to pick what it's going to be. Like for us, it's like foster families. Like that is my passion. Yeah. You know, making sure these kids can still be involved and stuff in a loving place and thankful for the families that are just willing to take in strangers, Mm -hmm. you know, and raise them. So you have to pick like what your values and passions are and base it around that and not just, you know, what people come to you and ask for and say, yeah, um, because then it's a judgment call. And then that's really hard to make. (laughs) Yeah. And for a while I struggled with the pricing and like, a lot of stuff I saw, I'm like, I probably wouldn't pay that much for that. You know, I would just do it myself. So it's hard for me to get in the mindset of someone who's buying it. But then, you know, when you break down the time and the effort and the mm-hmm. value you put into it and, you know, you have to price competitively, but you also need to price to a certain degree where you can continue doing what you like doing. Yeah. I mean, it gets to a point where if you're cutting costs down so much for the, you know, the price you're not going to be in business very long. Right. You kind of have right. to have a finance mindset yeah. in a way. Yes. So it's like this balance of the business like, with the creative stuff. I feel like my situation is quite different yes. um, in that it is uh, online store. People know what the prices are. And my goal, and I'm able to do this because of not having a storefront, my goal is I know I I don't want to spend a fortune when I'm shopping. I've always wanted to just keep things affordable. And so I feel like I do. So people don't really ask for, um, you know, a deal or so. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised. (laughs) I, I offer a military discount. So I feel like that is sometimes my way of getting around. Uh You know, if my friend is standing there and we're checking her out in my studio, I'm like, oh, they're giving you that 10% military yep. discount that kind of gets generous. gets me a little away from that awkwardness. Um, but I have so many customers that will repost, you know, their outfit, them wearing their outfit that they just purchased. And I appreciate that. And that that's great for my business. So I might send a little discount code, you know, mm-hmm. here's 20% off an item, whatever. But I, you know, I don't, I have a return, return policy, but I'm so flexible. I'm really probably not a very good business person. But <laughs> I just love everybody and I just want everybody to be happy. And I let people return things beyond the policy. I probably shouldn't say that. Um, right. But I have, don't return it past the policy. Yeah. I know. I have him with their boundaries. Would, you yeah. would not believe I rarely have returns. Yeah. I mean, I could count probably on two hands in six years how many wow. returns I've had, which is pretty 
That's great. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Um, but I, the other know, thing about your model, you don't have loss prevention issues either. <laughs> like, right. Oh, you don't yeah. have to worry about getting that. People stealing stuff. Uh, yes. I hope not. Yes. Have exactly. you had any weirdos like come up no. there and rummage around? Uh, <laughs> No weirdos. They're all trying to no put things in their pockets with Kim Fill right next to them. <laughs> no weirdos. Good. I really just, I mean, it, it just, everything just goes and I just love it. I love it so much. And, um, I love the dress rentals and, and being able to do this event coming up and, um, support breast cancer awareness month and showcase, uh, Andrea's creativity, you know, hand making these designs we come up with and, and then allowing Lorelai to speak. And I just love everything about the business. I really do. And I just love the flexibility and, and that I I just feel completely blessed. I really do. I'm so surprised out of all four of our business models that yours is not Mm -hmm. the one where people are like, Hey, can I swing by and grab this top? I don't even know. Is this on sale? Do you need deals? They sneak, do. They ask for deals, in, yeah. and and I'll say, yeah, that one's on sale, or oh, you can get the military discount. But no, people really don't um, nice. take advantage of that's great the situation. Uh, I will give away free rentals. Like yesterday, I'm ha- you know having people. Oh, there's all the styled photo shoots, yeah. you know, and but that's kind of like a trade. Yeah. Well, they'll you know they. Uh, uh, Keely of Southern Pines Florist Company. She's got a new storefront and she's building her business and she's incredible. And actually we just met last week by me reaching out and, and she has a, she had her grand opening. I'm like, Keely, do you want a gift card for your grand opening? And from there, we've built this like friendship and relationship. And she asked me to, uh, if she could rent bridesmaids dresses for a styled photo shoot that we're going to do on Thursday. So fun. Nice. And I'm not going to make her pay for those because she's got a photographer. And so just nice little collaboration yes. and just a, a random new friendship. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I just love about a small business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. Speaking of photographers, uh, Melissa with the photo brief is the one who took the pictures in the oh, pink yes. jumpsuit. Yep. Oh, yeah, I love those wonderful. pictures. She does really yep. good, unique branding photos. So okay. a good tip for any local locals in business who want to refresh if you have a vision or even if you don't she'll make you look cool this community is so creative i know oh my gosh it's so wonderful do other people have communities like this no (laughs) i I, my first business was in the it was right outside chicago in oak park and there was like a business like group Mm -hmm. but it was just not like this. Not There's like a lot this, of very yeah. creative people here. And if you can name it, you'll find someone here that can do it well. I think part of the, you know, the sociology aspect of it <laughs> is that a lot of us are military spouses. Yeah. I- so, so many of us are used to having to pivot or be creative or, you know, oh, be yeah. inventive and independent and driven Yeah. and self-sufficient, like, that is the nature of most of the women yeah. here. Yeah, you nailed it. And sure. I think exactly. that's probably the big reason why that exists here. Mm-hmm. But yesterday, my husband and I were having this conversation because we were talking about the podcast because he's like, what if one day we move somewhere? I was like, I can't. I have the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, the business is fine. Like, I can rent, like, most of my work for that's on the computer now. Yeah. And, 
you know, I just need to stop in and make sure everything's okay occasionally, but I've got wonderful staff. And I was like, but I can't because of the podcast. Yeah. And he's like, well, <laughs> I we were talking about the local community and how we're going to start these, like, she's the boss socials. I'm excited for that. And, yeah, and, too. and bringing all these people we've had on individually together to do what we're doing right here together. Yeah. And he's like, I thought y'all were going to do it. Why are you guys focusing it so much on the community and not like a nationwide thing? Because initially that was our goal. You know, we had you know, honey from New York call in and we were going to get like women from all over the place. And we still have some people that are on the schedule that aren't here, but right. Yes. Right. We do have some people, you know, internationally that are still going to come on the podcast. And I said, because we started this and we found out how many great people there are right yeah, here. I know. So why like do that? And I said, we could focus it in a, in a smaller, you know, area mm-hmm. like we are and hopefully that will inspire well, you're helping each one of our businesses. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're right. helping by getting it out there and letting people know a little bit about each of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying. Like I would rather help within our local community and then other people in their community take this model. And that's going to make a bigger difference than us having people on from all over, like mm-hmm. setting that example of helping the local businesses in your community Yeah, and then just letting that yeah, spread. Maybe people can create similar communities yeah that Mm -hmm. collaborate and connect with each other well and even though you have (laughs) even though you have a lot of local local people on you're still adding value it's unique in that a lot of the people you have on have backgrounds from other states yes we're raised in different places they're from other places so you're adding value to the listener of bringing people on even if they live here that have nationwide experiences mm-hmm. and i think it i'd you know it, it would be great to listen from any state in terms of a listener right. you know so you mm-hmm. you have a, a good mix here of not everyone's just born and raised here i know you i know, always feel a little guilty though because we're always like yeah our community's so great and i'm like man if somebody's listening somewhere else i'm like <laughs> yeah i'm sorry if your sucks yeah. <laughs> but i also think it is what you make it totally. and so i think they can create that because yeah. we didn't like we knew the community was great mm-hmm. and we have that, but until we started this podcast, like it really brought it together and brought it to Do you get a light. lot of people re- recommending, like how do you find a lot of your people recommendations? We have just... a wait list for oh, cool. people coming on. Good. Yeah. We've yeah. got a big backlog of recordings already. Mainly that you asked to come on or are people asking? People are, you? yeah, filling out the form on our um, Instagram page. There's our link tree, and yeah. then in there is a, the form well, to fill out. Well, we feel honored. To yeah, thank you. Yes, so and we much. reached out to the two of you guys. Yes, yeah. I think coffee and mimosas. We've definitely curated ourselves and reached out to people yeah. who we want to come on. We haven't really taken anybody. I don't think anyone's actually reached out like, "Hey, can I be on coffee and mimosas?" They just have filled out the form to come on for their business. Mm-hmm. Um, but we want to be intentional with who we have on as well because it has to add value to the community. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think everybody has really done that so far. Yeah, you've got it's a good so mix. Fun. A good mix of people so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's been very enjoyable to listen to. Good. To them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for you to job. listen back to this. Oh, are you going to, Kim? 
You should. You should. Together. Oh, okay. Let's have a party. Okay. Have a party. Listen, a listening we'll party. We'll try on some pretty dresses. And there we yes. go. That'd be fun. Hey, yeah. Make an event of it. That's great. <laughs> Hold some flowers. Yeah, you should listen back uh, because okay. it's such a different experience being here with the headphones on and talking and it yeah. feels you're so present in this that you'll probably leave here and be like, oh my gosh, I don't even remember exactly what we talked about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of people leave over analyzing. Did I sound stupid oh, when yeah. I said this? I get texts all the time like, cut that out, edit that out. Yes. Or just, did I say something that was stupid or I said this? Did it come off like I was sounding this way? Yeah. And I'm like, no, that is absolutely not. And then when they listen back, they're like, oh, it sounded like I intended it. Yeah. To yeah. I got through it without swearing. So oh, you didn't me. you didn't have to do that. You didn't yeah. have to. <laughs> Next time. Yeah, I'll drop some. <laughs> Well, thank you, ladies, so much for oh, being yeah. here. Thank very, you both. very much. And uh, we will link your Instagrams and everything in the show notes mm-hmm. and on Instagram. Perfect. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.